Hello, 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 everybody. Welcome back to another awesome episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast with yours truly, Ryan Chavez. And typically with my man over here uh, on the side, now Zooming recently, Jack Stone. But Jack couldn't make it uh, with us today. And uh, yeah, I think he had too many insomnia cookies is what he ended up telling me at one point. <laughs> and so uh, we actually, if you remember from our blackout, ep- our uh, Tuesday blackout episode, um, Isla was on with us. So that is a familiar voice that we have on this episode today. But we have an awesome, awesome, awesome episode today. Super, super excited. Um, we have a very special guest uh, with us who is going to be going over all the amazing stigmas and different things that you probably never thought about when it comes to cannabis and parenting. And that is Jessica Gonzalez of the Mommy Jane. Super excited. Uh, Jessica, want to say hello? Hello. Hello, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for having me, Ryan and Isla. Thank you so much. Definitely. Definitely. Super, super excited to have you. And so, um, again, I have, uh, for this episode of um, parenting, cannabis, and and I, I would say female parenting, probably, or male parenting, whatever you want to get into here, I have really, really awesome guests with me today, two awesome parents. Um, and uh, so what we want to get into, Jessica, first is, you know, you just have a really cool background. And so, you know, for our listeners, the reason why we wanted to do a show like this is because I think nowadays, especially with COVID and especially with the anxieties that are creeping up in our home lives as well, um, there are so many ways, there's so many different uh, uh, ways that we, I think parents need to be assisted during this time. And what I have personally found is that cannabis is, is an amazing, um, uh, I, I guess, uh, tool that I can use. Um, that in a very positive way. And, and I know that uh, you two ladies as well. And Jessica, that's really been the platform of a lot of what you do. And so I would love for you to give us a background of yourself and Mommy Jane and all that good stuff and how you found yourself where you are today. Oh, thank you so much once again for having me. I am such an advocate for mothers. And that's exactly why I started the Mommy Jane, hence the word mommy being in the, in the name itself. But um, I, like most people, like most millennials, I would say, um, had a very um, open relationship with alcohol and prescription drug abuse. And, um, you know, speaking from, I guess, you know, from most mothers that I know and from most mothers that I've met along the way, we've really normalized alcohol abuse in our society. And it's really hard to avoid alcohol going out and going through the grocery store. It's on end caps. And it's like the first thing you see when you even walk into CVS, like the white claws are out next to the beach towels. And it's just freaking everywhere. And so I kind of excused myself by self-medicating for a number of years. And in doing so, you know, gained superfluous amount of weight in addition to my baby weight, which we all, all, you know, expect, obviously, you know, that's, yeah. that's without saying, but it was everything that happened afterwards, like postpartum depression, self-medicating with food and alcohol and going down the spiral that was like accepted by society because it was wine o'clock. And I was sitting by the pool with my girlfriends and we were just having a couple froses and it was fine and totally socially acceptable. But, you know, um, something dawned on me. I think one day I just got so tired of being tired all the time. And I was on a weight loss journey for a number of years at that point. I was kind of plateauing. I was wondering why I wasn't losing weight. And, And I realized like, okay, I'm drinking a bottle at least of wine a night, you know, and who knows what I'm eating the next day to take care of the hangover that I'm possibly having the lethargy, not, you know, it's just like not the effort that I'm putting into the gym is kind of like, like it cancels itself out by the time your night comes and you're drinking the wine and eating the food and, you know, it all adds up. And so I was also like short with my kids. I was sleeping terribly, obviously, because it fucks your sleep cycles up. Um, that's oh. something that they just don't mention in those wonderful alcohol ads that we see all the time, you know? Yeah. Um, and so I just did my own research. You know, I had a familiar relationship with cannabis and I used it from time to time and my, you know, group in the Bay area, obviously it was really normalized and never really had a stigma. So I was like, you know what, I'm just going to stop drinking alcohol and I'm just going to start using cannabis and see what happens. And I had no idea the health benefits that I was going to receive and the weight just fell off because I wasn't accumulating all those calories at night. And I was finding the strain and doing the research that would benefit my weight loss journey. I was looking for appetite suppressant, strains they're not easy to find i'm not going to say they're easy to find there are more products now than there were four or five years ago when i was doing all this so <laughs> excuse me so doing my research i discovered you know thcb the appetite suppressing uh cannabinoid um, i learned about terpenes that were appetite suppressing 
Um, and so I kind of educated myself discovering, you know, what strains were going to work best for my personal ailments. And I knew I had anxiety and depression and I was on a slew of meds throughout my twenties off and on. And they never really did anything for me. And the side effects were like so much worse than me having, you know, to even deal with things. I would like rather have the anxiety than the side effects. You know what I mean? Right, yeah. And right. so, um, I figured I would also look for strains that would help with that too. So it gets a little tricky because the THCV are usually sativa heavy. So you want to be able to find, you know, things that are going to balance you out if you're very, very, uh, you know, I'm a little high strong and I tend to be on the more anxiety riddled side. And so I need things that are either hybrid or indica based, like what they say, call indica, who knows these days, you know, like I'm saying these terms because that's what's still at the dispensaries and you guys are familiar with it. So, um, but you know, the strains that are going to be more favorable for anxiety or, um, you know, depression and just be able to still make me function throughout the day. Cause as a mom, I didn't want to be with my ass out. I don't want to be couch locked. So it takes a lot of research. You know, it really is unfortunate that we are equipped with this knowledge and doctors aren't available all the time for us. And, um, or nor, nor are they educated, you know, maybe they don't even right. know what an endocannabinoid system is. Who knows? Yeah. I'm not trying to knock what doctors know and what they don't know, but it's not their fault that they don't know what they don't know. And right. so, um, I, I researched like crazy. I found Facebook groups that had can of moms and I even mm-hmm. went to a wellness 101 women's health up here in the Bay area and met other women that were like-minded as me. We're just curious, you know, and that was just enough for me to be like, okay, I know I'm not alone. And then I saw Jane West, um, on, uh, NBC and seeing her, I think it was NBC, but one of the nighttime news shows. And she was like the pinnacle, like normalization of a woman like I felt so like I I like classical music too and I have kids and I have my friends come over and we smoke joints and hang out like seeing her on tv made me realize like okay this is the thing like this is the jam we can all get our jobs done and be successful and be awesome parents and still you know uh you know at the end of the day have a J and it's fine you know so I saw her as a huge like like okay she can do it I can do it let's just get the word out there and I wanted to get the word out there and at first crickets you know like it was so hard at first I, I put it out there on my personal page on Facebook my personal page on Instagram it was awful like what did you no put out anything. like what like, what did you put out like, you know like yeah. hey um I just went to this wellness class in Northern California and I came back and I learned about my you know endocannabinoid system and did you know that we actually need cannabis like yeah. for to treat a bunch of ailments with our with our bodies and you know breast milk produces cannabis or not cannabis but cannabinoids that are like uh already in our body and I was just so excited to know that like our body was receiving this plant as well as I felt like it was you know I felt like I had clarification I felt like I had a community and I really wanted the people around me that I loved and cared about to know like that was my first intention like oh it's great I'm going to tell everybody and I'm going to save my aunt who has arthritis and the other one who has diabetes and once this person uses it for everything yeah, I was thinking yeah. I was going to be saving everyone's life. And like, yeah. in fact, that every door and window that could have ever been shut in my face was shut in my face. And eventually <laughs> I lost friends, you know, and I eventually lost yeah. family members. And yeah. it is what it is. You know, you miss out on milestones. You miss out on weddings. You don't get invited to certain funerals because your family just doesn't want you there. Become the green sheep, I call it. Yeah. You become the green yeah. sheep of the family. Yeah. So I, I, I knew the message was bigger than the outcome of what was happening around right. me. And I knew that that was only temporary. And if I just persevered through the stigma that everyone was, and I, I felt bad for them because the thing is it, it was ignorance that was preventing yep. them from being receptive to what was yep. going on. Right. And it's what they didn't know. And I was like, you know what? You just don't know. And it's okay. And if you are, when you're ready, I'll be here that day. If it takes five to 10 years from now, I'm here for you. When you want to talk about this, you know, we can talk about plant medicine. So, you know, I, I can't win everyone over and nor am I, neither am I going to try. It's not my job to, but my job is as a woman to, for my children and as a mother to right. change the way we see plant medicine and to change the way we see women in business and to change the way businesses are run. This is a pretty new industry for the most part. I know it's old, but it's a new old. Yeah. And it's up to us right now to make this so wonderful, you know, on, on social equity levels, on, you know, uh, helping freaking local community levels. like. We need to put our money where our mouth is in this industry big time. Now more than ever, we need to show every other industry that's failing right now that isn't essential. When you come back, this is how it needs to be done. That's what I want the cannabis industry to be. And that's what I hope for the future. My kids even grow up one day, even wanting to have a part of it. You know, I hope that they want to be the scientists behind it or the 
sustainable makers. I don't know whatever it is that it, that we need and where they they think that they're fit. I would I would love 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 to see them in this as well because it really is a a healing and supportive and loving um, society. And I'm really grateful to be part of it. Right. Awesome. Yeah. Would you say that 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 awareness was kind of like your breakthrough from uh, mostly recreational to medicinal, or are you are you still yes. at both? Yeah, oh my yeah. Because okay. like, it sounds like you had been doing it already, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's a really, really great point. You know, um, I was uh, into my research. I found out that um, I like to microdose. I didn't realize that that was a thing. I like to take one hit and like kind of walk away. My mom was even talking about it last night to, I think my dad or someone. Oh, because my dad's like, you never invite me in for a session. My mom's like, she only goes out for like a quick like hit, and then she's back in the house. Like she doesn't <laughs> even hang out there. And it was just so cute to like see her kind of like explain how it is because it really is true like she's like yeah like every hour or two she just goes out there she takes her hit and she's just back in the house doing her thing and yeah. it's so cool that like my mom even notices like that's my habit yeah. i just microdose or um i've been into tinctures lately because you know i'm getting a little older and we're in the smoke right now COVID, <laughs> so, you know <laughs> been tinctureing my life away and edible my that's life it. away but so yeah that's that's just how it is and so um yeah as long as you know we're just normalizing plant medicine normalizing it for ourselves i think we're at the end of the day you know doing the right thing on our pages however we see fit to get the word out there um and and enjoy ourselves if you're my if you're a macro doser and that's what you need then yeah. that's fine i'm not going to judge you either you know some people have different like if you have fibromyalgia i get yeah. it man hit that indica yeah. and yeah. get all the edibles and the 500 milligrams and all that stuff but for me and myself and i I realized that microdosing through the research um is really my thing and i love cbd and i love mixing my medicine um, throughout the day with CBD, whether it's CBD tinctures or hemp flower and, and CBD flower, really enjoy uh, mixing that in as well because I have high anxiety. All the cannabinoids, give me all. Right. The you know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love making salads. I get like that's what I yes! call it, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Right, yeah. I love that you know this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I it's 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 like well, because I I have you know I got this thing right here. I, I don't know if you can see it with my background. Oh, it's so unfortunate. Oh yeah, no, it's the crafty. Here we go. Just gotta okay, put my face. Yeah. So this is a crafty. It's like the mighty. It's a, a smaller version of the mighty. Um, I thought I wanted the portability of it, but then I realized I'm never leaving the house during COVID. But um, <laughs> it's like, yeah, I I yeah, I'm finding um that like the vape though was amazing like like i don't know if you've ever have you ever used like a vaporizer or do you typically smoke or do you use like vape well, pens? I, I use vape pens I, typically in the past but yeah i love i love that you brought that up actually i do love vaporizing with um i have an e-nano um i have a, a sticky brick a runt um and then uh what else is a ghost i love my little ghost it's a little big but i like it i don't care how big it is it's really effective and i like that you can use a different pods for you know, the little concentrates and stuff. So the ghost is great for COVID. If you're not going anywhere, you can just yeah, baby, no problem. So <laughs> in vaporizing, you guys, if you're curious, if you like the taste of cannabis, if you vape cannabis, you're going to be able to taste those terpenes even more. You're going to taste the flavonoids even more. And it's just really going to enhance the experience. And then you'll get to know how to dial up and dial down your, um, yeah. I'm sure, I mean, those of you who are listening, you already know, but those that don't, you can dial up and dial down the heat and that'll give you different effects every single time different tastes every single time so right. you'll be able to play around and get what get to know yourself and what you love as far as like flavors and effects and you know we're all little scientists yeah you know? oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah and 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 michael Backus, i don't know if you're familiar he, he's a cannabis pharmacy he was on here a few months ago actually and he was telling us like his his thoughts on that and he was saying that he is his one temperature at 392 that's his favorite. And, and I love that temperature at night, but during the day, I'm like, I got to do 375. <laughs> I got to do 375 during the day or else it's game over. So, um, yeah, it was, it was, I love getting that type of advice. So it's, it's a lot of fun when all of these you experts come on here and do that. Um, so I wanted to ask you too, Jessica, um, like just in general, the stigma of not just smoking cannabis, but being a cannabis, uh, a parent that uses cannabis, but on top of it being a mother, that uses cannabis, right? Like, like now, like as a man, I feel like, you know, just, I, I think it's just, it tends to be more socially acceptable, but for a mother, it's just like, I would have to imagine what you went through was pretty bad. Uh, maybe not, maybe I'm wrong about that, but like, like, talk, can you talk about that a little bit? Just the stigma of parenting, being a mother with cannabis. I know it's we really difficult. Yeah. I'm so glad that you acknowledge that. And, um, I do believe also that, uh, there is less of a stigma for the fathers, but I do acknowledge that, you know, 
I do get the DMs of parents saying, their dad's saying, you know, thank you so much. My wife doesn't approve. And it's so nice to see another woman on here, another mother, particularly normalizing the plant. And so I will acknowledge that there are men out there that, that do get the rap. And I'm really sorry. It's, I've had my own issues. My husband and I've been together almost 10 years. You guys can imagine those of you that been almost together, you know, that long or more, you already know there are ebbs and flows of the relationship. And there have been times where I was like, Oh my God, am I going to choose my career or my husband? Because he just <laughs> doesn't approve of cannabis and I'm not going anywhere. You're like, I'm riding yeah. this fucking rocket until I'm into the moon again, you know? Right. So, yeah. um, it's just really, really difficult. And so as a mother, because I couldn't, I felt so sh like the shame and the stigma with him, like I, with myself, I was like, ashamed to tell him like hey i'm using cannabis by the way and i'm raising our kids but you didn't know this you know ta-da he tells me later on like he's like i knew the whole time but it's like really you knew the yeah. whole time yeah. <laughs> you're not gonna know. say anything yeah. like you just said something to me because i would have at least liked to like get my car to get some good shit instead of like this yeah stuff sometimes okay so yeah. He's just like oh he's like you God. thought you were being sneaky, but you were not being sneaky. I yeah, knew the entire that's time. exactly how it is. So <laughs> I had to. That was the first roadblock that I had to overcome was my husband because that was the closest one to me. And then you know his parents obviously they are Hispanic, they yeah. are old school, they are yeah. Catholic. You know it's very. I, I have respect for his family, but that is the culture it is. You know and that's what right. I married into, and so I knew I was up against that beast as well. And so. Breaking down that stigma, it's like, okay, I had to save like a couple dozen lives first and then like that was normalized. And then, you know, even my, my parents um, and their relatives, they, they, you know, they're once again, conservative, Catholic, blah, blah, blah. It is what it is. Like, that's how it, what they were raised and that's old school and it is what it is. Like, you know, I'm, I'm just doing my best to break 80 years of propaganda each and every day. And it's really hard because it was our own government telling us this shit. So yeah. Yeah. You know, I have to tell myself, like, they don't know. They just don't know. You got to keep on going or educate as best as you yeah. can. And if they receive, yes. they receive. And if they don't, then you bless them and send them on their way. Right. So um, anyway, breaking that stigma was hard. Mom friends that I've already had that were like, all this time you've been smoking weed? I'm like, yes, girl, I've been high every minute you've known me. You love me, so it's fine. Yep. Um, if that was hard as well, you know, losing mom friends because they don't want to tell their mom friends probably what I do for a living maybe. Mm -hmm. uh, I've been room mom and been shamed because moms find out that I do what I do and their principals or their, you know, uncles, cousins addicted to dabs. And it's my fault that I'm in the industry that their cousins, uncles addicted to dabs. And, you know, all this sort of shit. It's like cannabis isn't addictive. You just have a fucking other sort of issues going yeah. through, you know, like yeah, yeah. people just blame cannabis for everything these days. And <laughs> what it is, is it's the lack of, lack of education and knowledge. And so, you know, I have, um, I have to break stigmas every day. I'm sure people come across my page and just eye roll, you know, like, yeah. oh, this bitch, you know, like, <laughs> who is she, you know, yeah. but, you know, it's, it's why I'm here. I want to keep breaking the stigma. I want to keep putting it out there. Maybe one day they'll see me again and be like, you know what? Now I'm curious. Now I'm ready. Because yeah. at some point it's going to be federally, federally legal. They're going to want to make some money off of this, you know, yeah. the money's there. Our economy is going to need it. And so uh, I'm waiting with open arms when everybody else is. Right. Makes it's sense. Hard. Yeah, and really and I think I think it's so interesting, like what you said about getting people to just turn over in cannabis. It's just like it, it, it really is like if you're willing to learn, you will become like a cannabis connoisseur and like eventually. Right. And if you are not willing to learn, learn you never will, it seems. Right. And so like like I think that's all it is. It's just if you're willing to take in information because our doctors, as you mentioned earlier, I think only 13% of them, from what I understand, have learned about the endocannabinoid system in med school right now that we have. Probably around 15% now, 20% maybe even. Yeah. But like, it's still not the majority or even close. And so, yeah, it's like nobody, doctors, you can't rely on them. And so people rely on their doctors. And so they rely on them to give them the Xanax and like, you know, the, all these other things. And, you know, when you talk about cannabis, like I've even Jack had actually had a story on here a few months ago about how his doctor was just trying to, a doctor he went to was just trying to prescribe Xanax. And then when he brought oh, up yeah. cannabis, uh, it was just like poo-pooing on it, you know, but obviously there's no money in it, right? Like, I mean, it's just like, it's so obvious it's going to happen. So, yeah. um, I think it's a really important, like interesting point. Like people, you know, you can't push this on them. And the more you push it on them, it seems like the more they shy away sometimes. I just sometimes lead by example. It seems like I just exactly what you said, like, 
I wait actually a few months and I'm like, guess what? I've been high this whole time. You've known me. Right. (laughs) And they just say, and they're just like, really? And I'm like, yeah. And and so like, I love it because like, you know, I'm a dad and like, I, I have gotten a better like physique since I've used cannabis. Right. And like, and like, I, I just, I feel better. I'm eating better. I'm a better communicator. Like it's just everything, you know? And so like, but no one expects it because they all are thinking about the the egg that was fried in the commercial like 30 years ago on TV, their brain on drugs. So that's, that's what they're always thinking about. <laughs> we are so brainwashed with dairy, you guys. It's awful. It is so <laughs> unfair. Did you say with dairy? Is that what you said? Dare, dare, dare to keep kids <laughs> off drugs. Like, oh, oh, yeah. so yeah. I thought you said we're so brainwashed with dairy. I'm like, did they use milk in another one also? I did. I missed that one. I'm sure they did something with that too. Who knows? You yeah. never know. But yeah. it's true. We, we, we have such a stigma with that we're breaking right now and we have so much of against us. And, you know, I'm so proud of us, like us parents, the ones, especially like us right now, starting the podcast, opening the cannabis businesses, working, you know, hard and, and, and putting themselves out there in front of the PTA and realizing, you know, like, hey, this is what I do. And, you know, I, some of them, they're legends in the industry. And for, for them, like, oh my gosh, thank you. Thank you to yeah. everyone that's putting their face out there each and every day they're listening. And, uh, you know, it's not easy for any of us, whether we're parents or not. And there's a chance for our kids to be taken away. You know, I'm divorced. I always had the fear my husband, my ex-husband was, would retaliate for mm-hmm. a long time. Until I got in the high times, I was like, okay, bitch, you got in the high times. Like, you're fine. <laughs> <laughs> you're safe now. <laughs> so, exactly. that happened, I felt a little bit like more like a bubble was around me. Like, yeah. you're a spokesperson. It's different now. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah. no, but they've been really supportive, actually. He's been really wonderful. And, uh, you know, so his wife's grown up here up in the Bay Area. So, uh, no stigma with her as well. And I'm really, really grateful that uh, I have that opportunity to be able to share my life and not have them, you know, intrude and, you know, just anything they can say whatever they want it's their opinion and I, and I haven't heard anything from them as far as my career choice and I'm just really grateful that they've uh, kept it to themselves no matter how they feel and I'm just really grateful for their support even by not saying anything is supported in my eyes these days right yeah you know, right? totally yeah, yeah, you're right. Cause, cause that negative energy, like can just pick at you, you know? And it's yeah. like, and, and no one, none of us that are trying to do any of this needs that. And I, and I just think what you said also about you to go back about your kids and like setting an example, like mm-hmm. when we talk about like cannabis and parenting, I just, that stigma of being a bad parent with cannabis. I, 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 I just believe it's such the opposite. Part of what yeah. the reason I do this is like just for a record for my kids one day, possibly if they want to, to go back and say, Hey, my dad was part of this. You know what I mean? And so history. And it was a good, on the good part of history, right? Like what you're talking about. So I think, you know, that's, that's a lot of it, but like, I'm just curious too. um, What do you like cannabis for me has made me just as a parent better I'm just curious, like when it comes to like just taking a step back, mindfulness, like working with the energy of your kid and all that stuff. Can you talk about how you've incorporated cannabis with that part of it, just building relationships with your kids and relationship building in general? If that is yes, you know, I just completed my first day of homeschooling today, right before this uh, podcast was. I think a lot of us did. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah, Isla may have. Yeah, tomorrow for me. Tomorrow, if if that's not a testament for what we can do in a day. Yeah. I don't know what, you know, I'm, I, I'm proud of myself today. And I feel like, so I started the day off with a, um, we did a circle time outside. I want them to be in nature first and foremost. That's mindful. I want us to be together at the beginning of the day. Like there is a school, like that structure. Um, and we do, uh, I like, I read it, recited a poem today. So I recited, I'm going to do a different thing every other day we decided. And then they got to choose a song that they wanted to stretch to. Today was Taylor Swift, Shake It Off. My youngest picked it because tomorrow's her birthday. So, you know, <laughs> good for her, girlfriend. You shake it off. Yeah. So we did that. And it was just really cute to, like, be mindful of your body and to stretch it before you start your school day and do right. something as a family. And, you know, let the youngest pick sometimes. Like, we, we're all kind of, like, doing this give and take in that moment. And, you know, being mindful of just, you know, it's okay to take a step up and step back away from school and just do something non-traditional before you start something that's traditional. Yeah. Right. So um, that's another thing too, you know, like maybe this isn't what they expected, but maybe we can still make it amazing. Right. Right. Yeah. You know, how old are your kids? Mm -hmm. I was going to say you're a lot more present with your children as well when you're like, you know, and they sense it. 
I think I was telling Ryan that a while ago, they sense the difference. You're not just as anxious and, you know, you're kind of more in the flow and you're more present with them. You get, you're just more mindful that, hey, let me get on their level, do it. You know, you're letting go of all the other stressors or other factors around you. Um, I think one of the things that, just going back to earlier, what you, got, what you mentioned about the endocannabinoid system, that's what kind of got me with the whole educational part of it. I was like, wait a minute, I have an endocannabinoid system? What is the system? Oh, now I want to learn more about it. So once I kind of delved into that aspect of it, that kind of erased all the other stigma. And even like me discussing uh, cannabis with my two boys now, I feel a lot better about it because I'm like, wait a minute, you guys have this system that you don't know about. And, you know, this is going to help with ailments and, you know, future, um, you know, benefits, like you said, from plant, uh, from plant medicine. Uh, in the oh, yeah. yeah. Especially for them. We're doing this for them so that they have the option. Like, man, when my husband reaches for the tunnel, I just want to knock that shit right out of his hand and be like, yeah. Ah, yeah. I have a cannabinoid for that. Eczema? Yeah. My kid gets high CBD cream for eczema on his yeah, skin. Yeah, sure. <laughs> it's like, oh, for sure. Like it's, uh, yeah, it's all natural. <laughs> it's just like a way better way to, to go about this stuff. For sure. Yeah. Even steroids. Yeah. I'm like, steroids or plant medicine? Let me see. Yeah. <laughs> and I understand there's a time and place for everything. Don't get me wrong, you guys. I'm sure yeah. some of you are like eye rolling right now. But no, honestly, try CBD. It's not a snake oil. If you haven't already, topically it is a wonderful, wonderful medicine. Give it a chance because it is, it's saved my kids. You know, like they don't like the way a lot of creams smell anyway. A lot of those yeah. over the counter things just smell like, smell like you shouldn't be putting it on your body. That's for damn sure. And we mm -hmm. do know our skin is our biggest organ. It's it's literally sucking in everything right now. So we wanted to suck in the good stuff, not the bad stuff. So let's right. think of our kids when we're thinking of, uh, you know, how, how we're stocking our medicine cabinet and, um, you know, obviously, you know, use it with intention. That's that's my, my thing. But you asked earlier how old how my two children are, six and 12. They're two girls. And uh, um, she's about to be seven tomorrow. So we, I have an almost seven. <laughs> oh, that's great yeah so, you got a nice full family there nice yeah, yeah. so Isla, yeah. how about yourself i know you mentioned you had two boys two boys uh the youngest is 10 and uh, my oldest he will be he's a preteen so he'll be 13 this month actually okay, yeah you're in month. too you're yeah and yeah. how about you, Ryan? Just because I'm curious. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, one just turned two the other day, and the other one is turning four. Yeah. So He's just starting, Jessica. We're, yeah. we're, we're pros here. <laughs> I, I will say, Jessica, what I will say, my first, and I just because we're on a cannabis parenting show, and this is my, one of my favorite stories, is that like my first time where I realized that cannabis was incredibly helpful for my parenting was when I had to put my oldest to sleep and Isla probably remembers this, but my oldest uh, was, was very, very like hard to put down and just took a lot of effort. He only went to sleep to big Papa on repeat for three hours <laughs> on loop. That's the only way you can put him down. And he wouldn't take the edited version. If it was edited, he'd be like, I don't like this. Turn the regular one on it for, for the first year and a half for three hours every night. That's the only way me, mom and abuela can get him down to sleep every single night. And so it was, I love him for that reason. It was amazing. I love the fact that I, that I have that story to tell because it's an amazing story, but like, you know, like to dance to Big Papa for an hour and a half straight, like, cause I can't put him down is like really taxing on my back. I hate having that song looped in my head. It's a cool song to loop in your head at night. I obviously, right. But, but it's like, like I'm over it after a year and a half. Right. But like, yeah, exactly. For a year and a half, three or four hours a night. Right. And so the kid just passed out. It was amazing. Um, but what I found is that like when I'm putting him down and I didn't want to be in there for an hour and a half and I just took a really nice hit of something really nice beforehand. Um, it was just like, it got me in this zone that allowed me to just come down to the, like I, I stopped thinking about what happened. I stopped thinking about what was going to happen. I was able to just focus on the moment and with kids that age, especially I find, I think I've mentioned this on the show, maybe not if I haven't, I'll mention it here. I just find that they have this ego that just, you know, when you're able to not like communicate with an ego, you just don't need words. And that was like the coolest thing for me where I just like, that was it. And, and like within like five minutes, he was like out whenever I was able to catch that. And it was just this very like cannabis got me in this zone where I was able to get very present and very like easily like dialed yeah. in. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I loved it. It was, it was my favorite experience with cannabis is that I was able to realize the power it brought to like my relationships and how I was yeah. able to just like come at a different level, different energy level. Right, right. Like, oh, you're like, Okay, 
yeah. yeah. It was just like really like like because you know you're thinking you're like all right I gotta bounce them I gotta bounce them right I gotta bounce them so many times I bounce them for 15 minutes let me see when 15 minutes is up all right let me think about all the different things I'm doing at night tomorrow right but you're not the kid is like be with me right like right. that's what they're saying and so and so like they know that they know what I'm feeling so my I think my heart rate goes down like they they feel yeah. the energy change because your heart does have like a force field around it when right. you feel different things like there's there's actual science it says like when you feel different things like there's an electromagnetic field that kind of radiates like i think it's like two meters or something so people can feel your vibes and so i i just i think i listened to that podcast and i just tried it and i was just yeah. like oh my god my kid fell asleep <laughs> it's yeah. like yeah. It's so great <laughs> yeah one of my favorite experiences for sure and so every um, night every night after that ryan took a big hit like all right i gotta put the baby to sleep <laughs> <laughs> And then in the morning we do wake and bakes and we have dance parties, right? Before, before work, we do yes, that instead. Because yes. yeah. you were mentioning earlier, you're saying just kind of get your head out of like do something different, and that seems to be what you kind of do a lot with like connecting with your kids. It's just it's just have fun yeah. and let go. It seems, and so yeah, I'm just trying to just see what works and kind of let a little bit of me direct and let them direct, and it's just like this, you know, why not? Like I. I I was such an uptight mom before as a, when I was drinking alcohol and taking prescription drugs, I was really snappy, really unhappy, really miserable. And it would, I would come out to them. And, and I think I know, actually, my oldest has definitely told me the change that she's seen. And so she's the one that would know best because she's been the oldest to be observant of all of, all of the changes. And I'm just so grateful now because in the beginning I would medicate, have so much guilt and how much you can't enjoy yourself when you are trying to, get off of that anxiety like train but you're like still feeling anxiety from the stigma and still feeling anxiety from the shame and it's just like gosh it just feels so liberating now in like the last I don't know six to 12 months really because even after for a while there was a little bit of stigma still attached but it's just he's really come around and the kids are so supportive and they're actually so proud of me my youngest draws photos of picture or pictures Aww. of me with <laughs> stuff. <It's> so funny. <laughs> magic cape song like saving the world it's, just, it's really that's rad awesome. and i'm saving it all because you know I, that's the proof right there like, i'm doing something right yeah well deserved yeah definitely yeah thank you <laughs> yeah that's that's uh i yeah it's it's amazing the effects that this stuff can have and 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 i wanted to ask you you, you mentioned something about being intentional which is another thing that we talk a lot about in the show we talk about stigmas we talk about you know um uh, using cannabis intentionally um and and for any different type of activity so i'm just curious like i know you mentioned a little bit before you talked about thcv and humulene you can just expand on that a little bit i think you said humulene or maybe i just yeah, thought yeah. of it in my head you said terpenes <laughs> yeah okay so. so um what we may or, you may or may not know people that are listening um you know on this podcast is uh cannabis is made up of a number of things and uh you know more than just the cannabinoids we ha actually have terpenes and, and flavonoids that are uh, on the out outer uh tips of, of what we're actually smoking. So we, we combust that as what causes the flavor, different flavors. So uh, what I discovered in my, uh, before I realized what terpenes really were, as I was, I was buying a lot of citrus and, and fruit flavored or named strains. I was like mango haze and lemon haze and blah, blah, blah you know, strawberry cough and blueberry this and that. And so uh, even with CBD, I like blueberry muffin and, and you know, all, it was just all these certain like patterns I was discovering and as they say there's no such thing as a pattern oh, you know the pattern obviously means something so I started to do my research and I realized that the fruit flavored strains were the ones that were you know really beneficial for focus and, and energy mm. which is what I needed for uh you know getting work done also uh working out getting into yoga being focused at the gym being focused doing yoga I needed all those things to, you know, keep me going. And then the humulene, which is also in grapefruit, which is why they always have grapefruit flavored, you know, this and that for diet stuff is mm -hmm. because it's actually an appetite suppressant as well. And so wow. I uh, was looking for like those like um, humulene heavy strains. When not all, the problem is, is a lot of cannabis companies don't list all the terpenes and they don't list all the cannabinoids. And it makes it very difficult when you're looking for specific strains in certain dispensaries and, and delivery services. And gosh, I wish, you know, it was just listed by a cannabinoid, you know, I hope one day that our dispensaries are listed by cannabinoid and we can just yeah. look it up that way. Or, you know, uh, these are all in, have a lot of linalool in it. So you'll be really relaxed and you'll sleep really well. And mm -hmm. this is our, you know, I, I don't know. I'm just in my dreams. I'm, I'm thinking about how we can better 
showcase the brand and uh it's just difficult though because i get that everybody needs to have their own like the tinkster section and stuff like that but i wish we would just be more maybe color I, color coordinated or something like that i don't not know not like not like alaskan thunderfuck which means nothing right it's like, <laughs> <laughs> which means like, has that strain for halloween one year <laughs> i really that's a great strain i i've had that a few times we don't get everything up here in new york but like it's an amazing strain i love that strain i love that that was a great it was like a sativa but it was like it had like a mellowing effect also it was really yeah. cool and Which so I need. yes yeah I love the it was that mellow <laughs> yeah, yeah it was it was really cool i i, I um I, and people also say the smell, it's kind of what you were saying, like if you're finding a pattern and typically I think if you yes. just smell it because of the, the nose, terpenes, nose. It, yeah, it'll, <laughs> there you go. It'll kind of like give you an idea of what you like or don't like and which direction you should go. If you like the smell, you should probably like the feeling maybe that you'll get. So Yes. And also pay attention to where it's going. When you, when you smell a strain at the dispensaries that allow it, you know, the good ones do close your eyes and where it spreads in your face. And the Tricome Institute has a really wonderful, um, you can look on my Instagram page and scroll down. It's still on there from back, back, you know, a couple, maybe like a year or two ago, but you guys will find it fast. It's not, it's not that hard. You'll see like the nose drawings of these people and you'll see the drawings of how they spread on the face. And so Indica will go, um, you know, I, I believe it was like a, uh, upper area, like up in this like head area. Oh no, the neck, the neck and down, the neck and down. That's what it was. And the hybrid was kind of like in this little cheeky area. And then the sativa was up here in like the eye area in the fold. Cause it's like, you know what I mean? Get it, head, yeah. body. You know, it was just really right. crazy how where it spreads is where it goes and what it means, and it's just really, really fascinating. And I now get like why my mouth will instantly water for certain yeah. strains is because it's like getting that terpene like into the oh. Just, so I smelled some lemon haze, lemon haze the other day, mm -hmm. uh, like a fresh like thing of it I got at the dispensary, and it was just like it smelled like I was just smelling lemons, like fresh yeah. lemons, and I'm just like. Yeah. This is amazing. I never remembered Ugh. hearing that cannabis smelled Genetic. so good when I was a kid, right? <laughs> it's like, you only hear the, it's like potpourri. Like you can have let that sit, that stuff sit out. Nothing, no one would have cared. It would smell yeah. so good. Oh my God. Yeah. yeah. Especially yeah. I had a, I had a, I picked up a strain that my friend had in Southern California. It's not on the market, but I had it in like a glass jar inside a stash logics bag and I could still fucking smell it. I was like, <laughs> yeah, like this. The way it is in 2020, like, it's, this is the best thing that could happen for us yeah. this year. At least is like, what we're dealing with as far as medicine. At least we get the good shit. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. I, um, I, and that's my thing. I like keeping it fresh, too, because that's, like, the other thing. So you got to, like, keep it cold and all that stuff. But yeah, but I try and yeah. do if I can. I mean, Are you a you freezer the, person? Or do you? I, you know, another thing that when Michael was on the show, actually, a few weeks or months ago, he was saying we should freeze it. And yeah. so recently, I have talked to... Um, we have mini freezers. We just recently moved from New York to Western New York. And I asked my wife if I can use the mini fridges for my cannabis. And she's like, no, we need it. We need it for the milk, for the baby milk. I'm like, all right, fine. I'll, I'll, I'll have to get a different mini fridge then in that case. <laughs> but so, uh, so I would love, I would have loved to, I, I, whatever. I could just buy another one. I have to do that. It's just a matter of going on That's Amazon amazing. and paying that $50 or something. But yeah, so I, I, I have a plan for that at the very least to get that going. I, I guess That's I, a good thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> Now, uh, so I guess the other thing um, I just wanted to ask, because again, this is about cannabis, about parenting mm -hmm. and about like moms and all that stuff. So just, you kind of went over this, but like, let's just say like new tips for like a brand new mom that like is never tried cannabis before. Like, how would you, what would you say? What would you approach? Like, what would you tell that person that's listening right now that has never tried cannabis? But like, I would like to be a parent and maybe chill out a little bit too and have a source, <laughs> an outlet. Well, first of all, I want to say thank you for listening and being open-minded to this podcast because yeah. that's a great way. That's how I started. I actually listened to Cannabis Business Podcasts before mm -hmm. I started the Mommy Jane. And so it got me familiarized with, you know, how people talk and how educated everybody was. And so I'm, I commend you for educating yourself first and foremost by coming to listen to this because, you know, I want you to approach the situation as you would with anything. You know, um, if you were going to eat something spicy, you wouldn't eat the whole chili right you'd have a little tip just to mm -hmm. just to try it and I, I would definitely see cannabis and your tolerance as the hot chili pepper the hottest chili pepper you've ever had hmm. and if you don't want to go down the road that you did in in uh, 10th grade when you had your uh older brother's friend's brownies and you freaking twacked out of your mind for eight hours and you never want to touch cannabis again well don't eat the whole chili you want to 
do, I say, my husband and I have agreed that 2.5 is a good milligram for people to start with. THC. Petra right. makes a wonderful mint. Um, they're made, I think it's, I think Kiva's Petra. I think that's the company that does the Petra mints or Petra mints. Who knows how they say it? I don't know if I'm butchering this, but they're pretty popular. They're pretty well known enough that if I mention it online, you can probably find it in a, in a city area. Um, and in, where legalized states are, for at least California. So they have 2.5 little mints that you can just pop into your mouth. You wait up to two hours for the effects. You don't feel anything. Honey, you know you can have two. So yeah. you just do that. And you don't want to overwhelm yourself. If you really don't want to overwhelm yourself, stay home and know you're going to be home for a couple of hours, you know? Don't do it when school's about to start. You take right. that mint, you know, a couple hours before either the A, the kids wake up, or do it the minute they go to bed and just feel it out. If you fall asleep, you fall asleep. Who cares, you know? Maybe you needed sleep. Right. So um, I would definitely do that. And, and make sure you give a variety to yourself. Maybe if sativa doesn't work for you, um, always try, try sample packs. So there's a sample pack of something or, or a mini version. Like sometimes I'll do the mini versions of vapes or I don't know, oils and stuff, just, or, or edibles, just they'll have one. Try just the sample and see how you feel or a drink. You know, you can just pour a little bit with a drink situation and see how you feel. Be able to control your dose and be able to have patience. You're a mother. You've already been patient, not drinking for nine months and eating sushi. So of course you have all the patience in the world. And so um, take your time with the, the, uh, with, the, with the effects of it. You know, sometimes everyone's like, what am I supposed to be feeling? It's like, and go with intention. If you're already anxious about what you're going to feel, you're not going to have a good experience with it. Yeah. Right? Go in there knowing, okay, I'm so excited to try this new uh, med- form of medication or medicine. And I'm really open to how it's going to make me feel. And I'm really excited. You know, all, this box says I'm going to be creative and it says I'm going to be focused. I'm really excited to be able to, open my mind today and, and write like I've never written and, you know, or whatever it is you want to say to yourself, talk to you as you would be your best friend and let that train ride and, and be open to how you're going to feel. And if you don't feel anything, then sometimes that's a good thing too. Sometimes that homeostasis is all you really need and you don't want to put it, you know, and you found that sweet spot. So you'll know, but just start low and you can always add more low and slow. Take your time with it and take it to a Sunday afternoon, you know, Maybe have the, uh, if grandma can watch the kids and it's, it's, it's acceptable, have something like that where you just spend a couple hours to yourself or take a bath and have an edible. That mm. feels amazing too. So yeah. you'll find out what you love. Um, if you want, do topicals first and, and see how you feel with a, a, a nice cream or a THC bath ball, well, you know? So just, just go, to go gently and treat it like a self-care regimen because essentially that's what it is. We are medicating with self-care. Right. And we have no guidance, so we are our own guide for yeah. this stuff. Yeah. <laughs> that's, the, that's the biggest part. So the only guidance we get are these, these tips right here, obviously, mm-hmm. until, you know, it's not a Schedule 1 drug and we can do all the research and all that good stuff. And, and I mean, Don't buy your you... CBD from a magazine. <laughs> yeah, right, right, exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, no, th- those, are, those are a lot of really good tips. And I would imagine, like, the CBD also, um, I always tell people, I'm like, the whole point of taking CBD is like maybe three hours later, you're just like, Oh yeah, I guess that element did go away. Right. Like you're not supposed to be blasted. And if you are, yeah. you took the wrong dose. So like, yeah. so like, yeah. And, and so I, but I hate when like people just don't listen to you and they just don't take it. And I'm just like, all right, just like <laughs> <no> THC <laughs> yeah. in it. I'm like, all right, <laughs> it's just like, you'll try again tomorrow. Next, you know, we get more time. <laughs> Another chance. Yeah. What am I supposed to feel like, yeah, like a really awesome day in the best <laughs> form you've ever been in in your entire life. Like that's how you should feel. Nothing more, nothing less, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's amazing that, you know, that's I love. You can just control that like by, you know, obviously taking it. Not always and the other factors play into it, but it's just a much easier way to get in the zone, right? The flow. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's what yeah. I love. Um, and speaking of, speaking of uh, intentionality and strains, Again, um, I'm just curious, uh, just getting a little bit more specific. Do you have like, like, do you, I'm sure you do. Do you have like specific strains that you use for either specific activities or specific time of day? Some people don't, I would imagine you would, but you know, he kind of alluded to it. Yeah, no, uh, especially since I've kind of been geeking on tinctures lately, I have like a four to one that has uh, THC to CBD. And then um, that's during the day. And I even have a sativa tincture. And then I have a nighttime one that's like a high THC for like pain man- management and sleep and like just nighttime relaxation. It's like instead of a glass of wine, I like do the 300 or the 30 milligram dropper. And I'm like, okay, like I'm done nice. for the rest of the night. Yeah. You know? <laughs> so yeah. If it, it just depends on the mood. Like if you really want to like, instead of 
like that's how that replaces me on like those certain nights I wouldn't do that every night because I'd be falling asleep with my husband every night and that would suck too but like certain nights that you really just want to relax or you have a headache or your body mm-hmm. hurts like maybe yeah. you went to the garden all day and you're just like I'm done yeah. you know what you're you know I'm not going to recommend 30 milligrams to everybody guys I've been smoking for like since I was like 16 first of all so like before <laughs> let's not get it twisted um and I use it for you know menstrual cramps and being 36 etc so uh <laughs> it is what it is but you know what your body is and, and if you need to take a little bit more at night let's say maybe you are you are that 2.5 person like my husband is if he wants mm-hmm. to get a little red eye he does like a five milligram and he's a little glassy that night and it's kind of fun you know right so you'll know what your your little sweet spot is to have a little fun and you'll know what your comfort zone is by oh and keep a patient journal i can't say this enough i'm not just saying this because i'm you know i work with gold leaf but i seriously I can't get enough of what they do for the industry and other, other things as well. You should peruse um, their Instagram and take a look and see. They have a lot of educational stuff that you can buy for your home and office. That's just really beautiful. Um, And uh, you know, they have a patient journal that you can keep track of your uh, medicine. And then they even have grow journals in case you want to grow and then you can keep track of your growth. So just a really great thing. Like we're all into journaling these days. I feel like we're taking a step back in homestead and going back to like, you know, times before. So don't be afraid to journal. It's really important. I, I fucking wasted money on some stuff that I'm like, I feel like it's crazy when I take this. I cannot use yes. this ever again. You know, like, no, 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 no. You want to like write with the capital N-O. And then, then there's times where you're like, I love Locana's. Um, oh my gosh, they're a fire. I think it's just fire OG. I think that's what it is. I'm pretty sure that's what it is. And it's literally one of my favorite streams. I loved it. I used it for hiking. Um, I love Sunday driver just because it works really well with my anxiety and PTSD and it still gives me enough energy to get shit done. It's like one of those hybrid. Which one is like, it? I feel, uh, Sunday driver. Know. Oh, Sunday driver. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah, I love banjo, yeah. uh, sun grown banjo. I'm a big fan of sun grown cannabis. I'm Northern California. I can't help myself. Um, and, uh, uh, what else do I really love? Oh, XJ 13 was a huge, huge yeah. component to my work. Oh, I used it. a lot of XJ 13 by THC yeah. design to lose weight and feel great and uh it just, nice. just those cannabinoids just work for me maybe it doesn't work for everybody else but those, yeah. those just happen to work really well yeah yeah you you alluded to that actually with the whole journaling in uh, i read your excerpt on like mindful medicating i thought it was mm-hmm. interesting because it is you do tend to sometimes just go for it when you're bored so i think yes. you kind of elaborated on say hey keep it keeping a journal not over like not overusing it over over consumption of it sort of like wasting money in a way but sort of yes, using yes. it mindfully in a sense so yeah if you can like touch up a little bit more about that i, I was interested when i read about that part of it yeah oh my gosh east i'm so glad you brought that up um <laughs> you know i wrote that and i was thinking like no one wants to hear to smoke less than a pandemic but it really no. like it really resonated with me one day when i was like oh my god you got to pull back like just what is happening you're you're just burning it really like yeah. literally like into into thin air and really that's money when it comes down to it you know mm-hmm. my husband mostly like god bless him because he's like primarily the breadwinner i make some but i know he's supporting the use you know yeah. so i felt a little guilty myself like it wasn't even about the stigma at that point it was like fuck jess like you really need to pull back like this is kind of kind of a lot of, you know going on and so what can you do instead like what my hobble breath work let's go for a walk instead let's go outside and play with your kids and shoot some hoops with leona ask how her day is doing or you know touch your toes and talk to your mom while she's deadheading outside like whatever it is you can do instead of you know going out to the garage again because it's so it was so easy especially in the beginning i was like drinking i was drinking cbd like it was water i was seriously <laughs> so stressful <laughs> Uh, <laughs> it was like boop, 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 boop. Yeah. <laughs> can i just get 10 bottles can i get this in bulk please yeah i like, <laughs> yeah, it right in exactly <laughs> so I, it was yeah, like that yeah. that just kept on going that's why i'm like i just never stopped after the first two weeks it just went so i really wanted to like let other women know like hey we can pull back now it's been like six months yeah yeah, yeah. the time <laughs> reel it yeah. back in yeah, and you're keeping it real because it does happen. It can happen. And the next thing you know, you're kind of going through whatever you have and you, you're like, mm-hmm. wait a minute, did I really need to use that much? Did I, I really need to keep going back and forth? You know, you don't want to be like super reliant on something or what they say, like former, you mm-hmm. know, um, and it's, I, don't, I don't know if an addiction is part of it, but um, 
a, a need to to want to go for it every other minute or so you know it is and it's what else can we do instead and be just more intentional with our time you know like yeah how can I be more productive right now? And it's not saying that we're lazy when we want to go and medicate for a little bit. That's not the point. I want you guys to spend the time and enjoy yourselves when you do set that time away for that. But like when it gets to be that distraction and you're realizing like 40 minutes later, you're like, Oh my God, I've been sitting at my phone. How many yeah. times have I been like out here? Like what the hell's happening? Like, where's my day going? That's when you're like, I got to check myself. And like, what can I do instead in yeah. order to like be more productive so that my day, like when I, when I lay my head at the end of the day, I can only go, okay, I got enough done. I'm satisfied. Yeah. yeah. Let's yeah. call it a night, you know? I, I can feel amazing being high all day, but at the end of the day or the next morning, if I feel like I did nothing except for I got high the day before, I am so mad at myself. Like yeah, I'm not happy yeah. at all. Like, yeah. you know, so like, it's so much better to like, wake and bake and be functional throughout the day. Enjoy every part of your productive day. Yeah, right. And then yeah. at the end, look back at your productivity and be like, awesome. That was amazing. Yeah. yeah. I, I, yeah, yeah. I, I and actually I was going to tell you too, uh, Jessica, that um, I don't know if you're familiar with, um, we just had a guest on just on journaling. It's a different type of journaling, but Sean Gold from Pilgrim Soul. I don't know if you're oh, familiar. Oh, I know exactly who Sean Gold is. And yeah? I, 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 I don't have it out right now. Okay. It was, it was just out earlier. Yeah, have, I love, I have the creative journal. Have mine. Oh yeah, we just, yeah. yeah, he was a son last week talking about it. It's yeah. so cool. So you, all it's right, so, so cool. you do like it, okay. That's an <laughs> that's right about yeah. literally, that's going to be like, I'm going to do, I told him uh, when we were talking via email, I was like, I want this to be on the Christmas wish list for Mommy Jane, because <laughs> I feel like everybody needs this as a gift. Yeah. Like, this awesome. is not yeah. Christmas, so cool. holiday, sorry, so NPC, but like, you know, that's how I was raised. I'm raising yeah. on Christmas, guys, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, holiday wish list. Um, but because I feel like, oh my God, who doesn't want that freaking gift? Yeah. Even like, look, even your friends that don't use cannabis, yeah. the wine drinkers will want this too because you yeah, don't want a glass of wine and freaking color in and get creative. Oh my God. That's true. Oh my yeah. God. How fun. It's, when you just let go, like I noticed when I was like, when I was like, what was I? I think I was using Sour Kush a lot of the times, so and I, I, I was actually going to use it again this weekend. But last weekend I was using Sour Kush, and for whatever reason, that just gets me right in the. And like you just let go, and then all of a sudden you just start realizing all the shit that you can do, like creatively. Like you yeah. just kind of like you just go, and I'm like, wow, that all that's all it took. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, yeah. But otherwise, if you're not in that state, if you're not in the right mind, you can't open up. You can't be creative. Yeah. You can't do any of that shit. And, and it's so, true, and some of it yeah. can hinder it. Sometimes I'm like, oh my god, like I, I hate this stream. It makes me not think. Like. This is the worst. Yeah, exactly. So, exactly. Sometimes we don't list that on Leafly. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's so funny. Well, I'm. It's really funny that that it's. So I figured you probably may know about that since you mentioned it, and you know you're right in line with it. Yes, I am a creative. So. I am a big dork. I love journals. I love books. I love everything that I can like get my hands on, and I will put my hands on all the cookie jars. But I really love. Yeah. That. What a great guest. What a great idea. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah. No, it's it's really good. Um. But uh, listen, I, I know we are getting close to time here. Isla, do you have any other questions that you wanted to ask? It's, we've been, uh, this is just flowing by. I am so chatty. Yeah, no. no. no it's, 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 it's the conversation yeah. is a great conversation. I knew it would yeah, be like this. Just, I I'm just so to glad it. to have you on. I've been like reading up on you since Ryan sort of like mentioned you. And I was like, oh, Mommy Jane, who is that? I've been like reading a lot of your, you know, obviously some of your personal stories. It's really interesting. Uh, the last thing I read, earlier today was sort of like your commitment to diversity. I thought that was super important and, 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 and really eye-opening. I think a lot of the, um, the people who are on the platform of educating on cannabis are sort of like opening more into that. Um, I did want to ask you as far as like your audience and I guess women in general, what is like a main like uh, concern or question that you get generally uh, from, um, from uh, women? you know, as far as uh, cannabis, yeah, using cannabis. Yes. Um, two popular questions. Is it safe for me to medicate while I'm pregnant? Which okay. I'm not a doctor, That's but I do one. let them know my personal story. You know, it's, it's, it's my truth and it is, I always call it my cannabis. And so um, I'm not ashamed to say that I did use cannabis for my first and very infrequently with my second. And not to say that there's been a huge difference in like, them in their development or anything like that but i can definitely say there was zero hindrance to the one um that i used cannabis with and she had uh, an accelerated breeding level on uh, rarely get sick um yeah. very athletic and very social i mean really the anti-stigma of a cannabis child yeah. really and yeah. um yeah. 
I'm so doesn't grateful. surprise me. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, they're going to be super children in my yeah. eyes. These can of babies that that we were like as moms, you know, willing to risk it because. I was so scared. Oh my God. Every doctor's appointment, you guys know, you know, women that are listening, you know, and you're just so scared when you're delivering and you're just praying every time. Like I, it's so hard to not have an anxious birth when you're a cannabis mother. It's so true. um, I hope one day that we are able to like normalize it so that we can actually enjoy the plant for what the ways that it's intended. I feel like we just, we were so hard on women. We are so hard on mothers. And that plant is is meant and made for a, 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 female you know it is a female and it's just it encompasses us it makes us better sexually better motherly better you know physically mentally it's just like there's not a peg in my uh you know box that this doesn't hit like right on the head Mm -hmm. right yeah you know so it's just a shame that we have to like be so afraid all the time and and people have tell me you know you're so brave for doing this but it's like if not me, then who, you know, if I'm not the one that's out there showing that we can do this, then like, this is going to go another 80 years. And I can't, I can't think about the planet being this way under big pharma's thumb, under big oil's thumb, when I know there's sustainable solutions out there. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. It's your sort it might, I always say like, we need everybody like in on that, that, because it's, it's not fair for people to suffer when they don't need to, whether it's physically or it's the fact, you know, we have the, we have the issue, um, legally and, and, you know, just the, the inequalities like yes. yeah. Yeah. and, and, and yeah. like, like suffering for that reason, you know? And so, yeah. um, you know, I, I, that, that's my goal when I started the show really. And like, this will be a long goal probably, but I always said the best thing that can happen is if our show is someday completely irrelevant right? Like nobody cares, like yeah. that cannabis and sleep and like, because they already know, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they already yeah. know. And like, yeah. like they, they're doing all that. Like if, if that's the case where we become irrelevant, that's exactly the point, you know? So. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I love this so much, Ryan. <laughs> <laughs> that's a it's, good one. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, you know, I was just never, uh, pers- I, yeah, I just never, um, expected me to go down this cannabis road and thank God I did because I just feel like, um, you know, there's just a lot of so many different ways that we everybody can be helped by this plant. And I came off five or six different medications. I lost lost fifty or sixty pounds. Um, you know, I I, I I so many different things. Once I started using cannabis, like were beneficial. So so losing weight, people are like, "What do you mean losing weight and using cannabis?" Like, yep, you mentioned it all in the beginning. But like, there's just so many different ways that the plant can help if we know how to use it the right way and use it intentionally. Everything we've talked about today, and so. Uh, it's just, it's just, it's so great to have a mother's perspective, both of you, actually, yeah. uh, Jessica, yeah, this having you that. on, like, is amazing. Cause I usually have Jack on here. Right. Um, yeah. but it's been great. Like having a mother's perspective, parents perspective on here as well. Um, Jessica, I thank you again so much. Where, where can we find you? Where can our guests find you? Like, please like yeah. give us your Twitter or your Instagram, all that stuff, your page, web page. Mm-hmm. I made it really easy on everybody. I kept everything, the mommy Jane. So if you want to yeah. find me. It's all one word. Um, I've been really lucky to have a lot of great press and really blessed um, in this industry to get my story out there for other parents to read and for hopefully, you know, judging eyes to be less judgmental and more educated and more open and more understanding that this is going to be the future of health and wellness for um, all the world. You know, I want this to be worldwide uh, health wellness and uh, the opposite of what we're going through right now. You know, it's going to uplift everything. It's going to bring money. It's going to bring health and, and make us feel empowered. And we're, we're feeling disempowered. We're not feeling healthy. We're not feeling together. And this plant is going to bring us back to where we need to be uh, as a society. And so awesome. please yeah. give plants a chance, you guys. <laughs> give all plants a chance and um, look into all sorts of plant medicine. You know, the truth is out there. And thank you so much for having me today. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Jessica Gonzalez, the mommy Jane. You heard it. Give plants a chance. That is going to be the tagline for the show. That will throw that right in there. I love it. Uh, So (laughs) thank you all. I want to thank all of our listeners again uh, for coming on the show. This is, um, I'm so happy that you're all able to listen to to this episode. I think it'd be incredibly enriching, uh, especially even if you aren't a parent, just all the stigmas that are out there, whether you're a parent or not, this is going to be a great episode for all all of us to, to take part in. So, uh, with that, if you think there's anybody that you think could be helped out by this episode that you know that may want to listen to this and, and for themselves, please share, please subscribe, uh, please rate us, please comment. That is how we move up in those those ratings up in the, the iTunes and Spotify and all those different places that we're at. 
Uh, the Cannabis Sea, that's where you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and also you can reach out to us at thecannabissea at gmail.com. We're also on Facebook. Uh, when you send us questions at Gmail, we will absolutely 100% answer those. We get a lot of those and we, we base a lot of our shows on that. So make sure that you guys are reaching out that way and and, uh, and we're getting some of those questions out and on the show and answer those for you. But again, the Mommy Jane, Jessica Gonzalez, I want to thank you all for joining us today. Awesome, awesome episode, everybody. See you again next week on another cool episode of the Cannabis Connoisseur Podcast. Stay safe, stay, stay well, and see you soon. Thanks for listening to today's show. To check out more great cannabis podcasts, go to podconnects.com. Here's a preview of one of our other shows. Season one of Dope History is now available at dopehistory.com. Dope History weaves you through the lives of those who have been touched by cannabis or have had an influence on the events that shaped our laws or relationships with this plant. You'll hear tales from Frenchie Cannoli, Keith Strop, Eddie Lepp, Tom Alexander, Ed Rosenthal, Wolf Seagull, Jorge Cervantes, and Tommy Chong. Available now at DopeHistory.com.